and welcome to CTMC's Girls Who Trust Our Podcast. I'm Zed. And I'm Ali. We are two women of colour who tell stories. We also talk about current events and issues facing people in today's society. Enjoy this episode. Our latest episode, latest episode, our next episode, one of the episodes of the lockdown series. It is an episode an episode welcome to one i'm having an episode in this episode oh man it's only just started (laughs) but it's me zed and ali through a video call hello again i am quarantining myself because we are still in a pandemic because (laughs) i don't know how it started but it didn't start correct that's what i've got to say I mean, it's not continuing correct. I mean, I don't know when's the next time I'll hear your voice when it doesn't sound like this. <laughs> Sounded like you're stuck inside Tin Man. <laughs> I haven't got a heart, so it's fitting. Hey. Um, Joy, because I feel like it's just sort of... I think it's got to a point now, because I think it's the fifth week now for us. But obviously, there have been plans to see people <laughs> feeling quite sad I'm definitely feeling the sadness because it's just like I mean it's a weird way of life being isolated like I, you know I can't even see my partner bless him he actually came to visit because um family member is sick so he actually came and st- stood at the doorstep <laughs> to have a conversation with me and my mum and I remember uh, you know in fact my mum was like oh I can't even invite you in for a cup of tea um but you know you've got to be safe and social distancing is a joke is it and yeah, at least, you know, your partner is, you and your partner are being sensible about it, because I'm hearing cases of people hard. not being sensible. Mm. Hearing all sorts, <laughs> hearing all sorts, but... So, I just, yeah, it's just a bit of what can you do? No. That's the thing, like, there's always going to be a minority that doesn't follow the rules. Um, oh, that reminds me. Um, I'm watching... I know you haven't started yet, and I know it's trash. But too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. No, it's funny. It's not. It's not like Love Island, but it's like it's. It is dumb. Oh my god, it is dumb. But it is. It's the way. I just need you to watch it to judge their decisions because the stuff they do is funny and the the characters like literally there's just there's someone that's just every time they do something um, it's like a Love Love Island scenario but. Um, this Siri thing called Lana says every time they do any kind of sexual touching, it deducts from the prize money of a hundred thousand dollars. I think it's dollars. Um, and it's some well, that's it. Depends what they do. If they kind of do kissing and stuff, they lose three grand. If it, and then obviously the more intimate, and then it the the higher amount that's deducted off and it's just funny the ones that are just like we're gonna stick to the rules and then they break them the minute they get a little well, bit horny because like because like how does it say like how long the show goes on for how many weeks you can get yeah out? i think that they're for a set amount of time so they're counting down the days in it but then you know pa- you, people so leave like people arrive because you know, normally it's about maximum 12 weeks so I mean, you can't you can't manage 12 weeks 
I yeah, I think it's much shorter than that because there's only eight episodes. So. If, holding out, not holding out. that's the thing and they like it's obviously very staged a lot of it but there's just yeah, there's course, just like, one there's, there's one london boy called kells who's just funny he literally is called the accountant because literally he just watches everyone like better not do nothing because i want my money uh like you better not do this yeah, oh how much did that cost him. literally was that kiss worth worth three thousand dollars i was like rude do you, do you know I know it is the saying though. I get that in the context. You're just like, oh, sun, sea, whatever. But they are they overdo it. It's like you didn't have to do that. Yeah, because you have because with that sort of mindset, then that shows. Well, if they're going on as they are going on in the show, then surely it sort of demonstrates they actually have no self restraint. So what they're going out on the streets then and behaving in that way in the streets. Jumping on people, but a lot of them do seem like the clubber types that do go out and hook up and. Um, they they all seem to express like um, that they kind of do all the intimate stuff first, like they you know they have all the sex first and then they make a connection. So the Lana Siri thing is just like we're here to work on your personal development. And I bet you anything they probably haven't had a serious relationship in a long time. These people that's how they work. If any, if any kind of any serious relationship, relationship yeah. because that's not how it works. And it just, it, it, there's no benefit. Doing it in that way, and I'm telling you from experience. From your so, hmm. face. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, just like don't remind me. <laughs> I've never had one, so. No, but I've one after this quarantine. I am dead. You're ready to hold. It's actually going to be a mess. Oh, to be smooth, to be presentable. You know what? When you don't shave for a long time and then you do shave, it actually is better. It's smoother. It does. Because like, I started running, I keep running. Like, when I wear the gym leggings, it feels nice in the gym leggings. Like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get, uh, that's actually kind of true. Mm-hmm. Told you. Told you. Um, what have I been watching? You've been watching. I've actually been doing the opposite. Actually, I've been watching weird things oh. as I always do. Sorry about that. Phone was going off. Well, I've been watching. I've been really into like true crime stories. But like, I like true. I've been watching true crime stories retold by makeup bloggers on YouTube. <laughs> so neat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's one baby cesarean who's an American. Hmm. And there's facts that you don't actually sort of know from them. So, like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, um, hmm. and 
tag it in the description below yeah that story that was a really sad story as well because this girl literally had a horrible life and then eventually was murdered by her parents Jesus. and her murder was used as the basis of murdered by my father because uh, of the way that the father killed her that was how they, the, the guy killed her in the show in the oh. TV show so I think it was partly based on that that situation Jesus Christ and literally and then all she got she was wearing result of like a culture clash isn't it the fact that there is very old school mentalities that are still trying to be practiced now in the western world and it's almost like when it becomes so violent to the point where you're being forced to do something and to the point where she's being she wants to take her own life can you imagine yeah, getting to that mindset that, yeah 16 16 shook by that because that's Watch the act, haven't we? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Gyp- Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh, oh, okay. But you know what happens anyway. Because yeah, like, edge, yeah. yeah. So uh, if any of you don't know, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is it's a true story of her um, having was it Munch Munchausen? Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. Her mother, Dee Dee. Um. So her mother, since she was since Gypsy was younger. Um, mm. basically made out that she had all these illnesses when she didn't convinced her, convinced mm. the people around them so that they would get like donations from charities, like helping them out to the point where they got them a house after they said they were victims of Hurricane Katrina, Katrina. Yep. Yeah, Katrina. So, and it's just uh, the TV series is really good um, we've both been wanting to watch it so we got it on Prime split that pay. split that pay, pay but it was worth it because it's good you know what? It felt like we were at the cinema, but you've got 40 minutes left. <laughs> but it was so good. And then, the, yeah, that's when you sent me the makeup girl mm, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, just, I need to finish yeah, that one. As much as she does it, it's just like, it's not funny, but like, I can just pranks with her. But the way she does it, it's just like, it's interesting. She's like, are you serious, guys? Like, come on, this is actually real life. Like, the way she does it, like, I like them both. They're, they're different, but they're good. Yeah. Um, but, God. yeah. Just, just, just a wild story. And to the fact, to the fact where, what the murder was in 2015 which to me yeah. to me that feels like yesterday so That's this thing. So week, just, oh, think, oh. it makes you really think like oh my gosh what is going on around because this was happening when like we were at university or not well, we were well, actually yeah we were at university she was experiencing that in her life like and I was reading about bits that were true and bits that weren't true there was a bit where she lost her teeth and that part is true because Oh. Of, she lost her teeth because of the ep- epilepsy medication her mum was giving her. Oh. But she didn't have epilepsy, so that's what caused her teeth loss. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, and she probably... Because in the show, um, her mum makes it out that she's um, allergic to sugar. But actually, she isn't. And in the nighttime, you see her like sneaking out of bed. And she can walk, but her mum makes out that she needs a wheelchair. And she kind of goes along with it. Um, she sneaks out in the middle of the night, like, you know, drinking fizzy drinks, having sweets. So she... Yeah, but then she probably believes it's her own fault as to why the teeth have become, like, all decayed and stuff. And when her teeth go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, that bit messed me up, actually. The actress is very good. Forgot yeah. her name, but she's bloody the good. Jarring. Yeah. Really? That's probably yeah. how they got away with making out that she was younger than she was, innit? Because her mum tried to like yeah. lie and kept saying she was like, underage, and so they could get like young child tickets for things and dress yeah, her up in uh, like Disney dresses. Oh God. Oh yeah, she gets this online boyfriend, and he's definitely bless him on like he's he's not okay. He's not okay. He hears voices. He's not okay. That's all, that's all I can say. It's not right when they meet when they meet online. You're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no no no.
that's the thing, she was trapped. She was trapped, so he looked like Prince Charming. Oh, oh God, yeah, I don't want to say too much, because it's, it's a very good... It's a very good show. It's a very good show. I think it shows quite a lot of like the facts that were said online, and definitely one of my recommendations for this episode. Yeah. The act. Whew. I agree, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. It's weird. Life is weird. Humans are weird. Humans are fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like. I get why you're into the true crime stuff because there is I've, I have got a fascination like when he talks about like, murder by my father and stuff like that that fascinates me in terms of like the cultural like origins of it and why it exists yeah. and um, you know just uh, yeah I just the idea of force oh god all these things like, I, I get I fascinated well by them because, but then they stress me out I, I think as well because like we're both from the background we're both from we situations we've been quite fortunate that we have been raised in quite liberal and quite open and quite relaxed households compared to other people yeah because i've definitely heard stories and you know seeing things i'm like oh i'm glad i'm not from not i'm not i'm glad but i'm glad that you know i'm not in the situation because of what could potentially happen and stuff like that and it's yeah it, it could have been completely different parents could literally come here and be like right you're gonna be this way you're gonna have to act this way because this is your background blah 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 you can't you've got to reject all the western my god ideologies and all that sort of stuff and it's just like we're lucky because we're both children of like first generation immigrants like your mum from ghana my parents from bangladesh so um yeah we are lucky but growing up there was like bits are you done (laughs) sorry you know, this is this is becoming a regular feature <laughs> of the lockdown series. Oh my gosh, I ask. Uh... Corona doesn't want me to. <laughs> oh, corona. Um, coronavirus. I need to stop. Uh, what was I talking about? It was definitely something more serious. Um, we're both children of okay yeah so growing up i did like kind of resent like the strict some strictness from my parents like i wasn't allowed on sleepovers until i was in sixth form i was i you know there was a curfew to be back before a certain time yeah do you know what i mean like and i used to just resent and just be like why like why can't you trust me why can't you but you know looking back i'm like i get it and actually it wasn't as bad as other people like
that's kind of creepy yeah and you hear of situations like where you think like a young child would be safe in um Mm. and it's actually you know for example like this is worst case scenario but like abusers um do Mm. tend to actually be people you know and yeah, and like a or like a relative or family friend yeah. and that and I always wonder like why is my mom so like so like why is she so paranoid why is she so this is that um, we're looking back I was like it's clearly for my own safety and I thought I'd be this big liberal parent and I think I will be to a degree um, especially as a Muslim but at the same time I'm just like no there's some things i wouldn't be comfortable with my children doing like you're not going to these places until you're a certain age like you're not going out at, you're not gallivanting the streets till the lights no. turn go till you know so the street lights come on because actually no. i want to know it's it's not especially not in today's era when your location can be on in you know social media and all. oh god social media mm. no it's not social media like a lot of the stories that i'm hearing about and murdered by this boy who was 18 years old that he met online and essentially he had told his parents he was going to go to a sleepover for a friend but he went to this guy's place that he'd been talking to online and the guy had murdered him and it's just like what was that? oh my god it's just it's just like you know it's small things like for example like the mum was very wary of how much time this her son was spending talking to this person online there's like gaming forums and stuff like that and she'd gone to the police about it and the police basically could not be bothered to do a search on this person but if they had done the search mm. they would have found out that this person had priors of um of like assault and sexual oh. assault towards young boys oh no so they had done that no. this situation <laughs> basically yeah, this mother would not lost her, lost her, lost her son. It's, 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 it's oh, that's so sad. Thing. That's so sad. Even, yeah, the girl was like, if they literally had typed in those two words, his name, into the into the police search, they, they would have seen... Okay, right, that would haunt me. That would absolutely haunt me if I was the mother, if I was the yeah. staff at the time, whoever made that decision. Yeah. That would haunt me, because it's just like... One slip-up really does have a knock-on effect. social services like i obviously know that their job is incredibly hard and sometimes like they're abused we've definitely had situations where people have been spiteful to someone we know and social services have come around and it's been they've been abused um and they actually are not like guilty but there should be, I, I always kind of i know it must be more complicated than it looks but you do hear a lot of cases of social services like being aware of some cases but then the like it doesn't have the impact in time to save a young person yeah. like the there's a, like that with yeah. baby p um, um I think quite, there's a, quite a few 
Um, Tia Sharp, I don't know. Um, send me, send me the video on Tia Sharp. Because that was behind. You recognise her face, but she was murdered by her grandmother's boyfriend. But you recognise her face when I send you a picture of her. Yeah, no, I remember that situation because it's actually quite local to us, isn't it? But, um, I remember seeing the mother's, was it the grandmother's boyfriend? Or mother's boyfriend? I remember seeing them on the news. And then yeah. two twos wasn't she in a big bin bag upstairs or something like that? Mm-hmm. Heesh. Where where was this bleach where the orange juice would be? Is your orange juice on your bathroom floor? Like, is, do you? I know you can buy jugs from Lidl. Shout out to Lidl and Aldi, but there's there's no way in Pakistan. What? drinking and the burning sensations exactly. I, I know so I, I know well, orange juice after you brush your teeth kind of hurts but it's not like it's not like that quite a few times Increased interest now. Especially, oh, no. oh God, my um, <laughs> yeah. biggest fears about having children and the world that they're gonna grow up in because even just like 
I don't I think I, I don't know if I said this to you or was it someone else but I remember at first when because we're in our mid to late 20s admit it we're mid to late um, so quite a lot of our generation and people we went to school with our year do have children and there's a big cultural difference between those that post everything about their child growing up and all the big events and cute little posts and have Instagram accounts for their babies and then and then there's the polar opposite of nothing nothing and all putting emojis over faces and I'll be honest I didn't I didn't quite get like I don't like too much but when I first thought like oh nothing at all I was like that's a bit strange like you can post a baby pic on a, you know a private account and it should be safe like it's a bit OTT I mean why why did you say you don't like the um, which which one did you say you didn't like was it was to be that proud parent that would want to post like you know these celebrations especially recently i mean we are in lockdown so everyone is posting you know stuff their kids are making what they're doing and all sorts but um i always kind of felt a bit funny about people that are blocked the faces of the children but you know what the internet doesn't die and those images once they go up you don't like anyone can screenshot anyone can save it in, even exactly. in your small circle you don't know who screenshotted it and has it on their phone that goes yeah. on the cloud that cloud can be hacked that can now be saved on someone else's phone like um yeah. so your child exactly. like and now, now i'm starting to think oh god i actually get it i don't think i would want yeah. to post my child's face yeah because, because that can come yeah. back and haunt them yeah because nothing once it's on the internet it's never deleted so it's like you don't know how many hands why did you have to say hands? That's so creepy, bro. It's because I'm in a dark room as well. Oh my god. Yeah. That's cute, but if you've got like twenty thousand followers and you're literally sharing pictures of them, you know, 
Uh, yeah. If people, Google, if people Google me and that's what's coming up, yeah. Like you're not even giving me a chance to establish myself because you've been too, uh, to a degree, vain and mm. showing off. Uh, this makes me think about the Kardashian kids because literally so much is being they documented. They They're gonna chance. grow up weird as fuck because they yeah, don't, they won't they, have a concept. Never a chance, yeah. They've never had a chance to be anonymous because there are some celebrities who do keep their kids private. Yeah. I'm trying to think of them. I mean, like, even even Drake to a point actually he keeps his kids fairly private. Actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, recently he showed his child that blonde um, blonde baby. There's another son. There's another yeah, son, they, yeah. They had Jack Kelly and someone else, but you don't know about that other kid because he's way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mindy Kaling does the same thing. Like she's we've got we know the yeah. name of a kid, but she never posts the face. And she even said like look I'm not going to disclose who the father is because that's a conversation I'll have with my child like and I really respect oh, that is she with the father or not with the father I don't think so because there's no like yeah something tells me she's not with the father because okay, cool. um, for whatever reason in it so people are, are just like who's the father who's the father she's like I'll tell my kid when it's ready but right now yeah. it's no one's business and I really do yeah, rate no, that true. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why is it anyone's business who the father's like why does it affect you does it affect Child's father, that doesn't affect you, so why do you want to know? I mean, <laughs> obviously, 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 but... <clears throat> I'm dead. And I follow Kardashians as well, like, to a degree. I, I just, I, they're not normal people. They're, they've got, no, they're quite warped version of privacy. Yeah, they're very warped people. Like, their perceptions of the reality are Listen, tell me about the murder on your road. <laughs> I don't know much about it, but it was years ago. Because I remember we had like a news, um, a news team come to our house to try and get information about it. And then they lived on my yeah. road. Um, and yeah, they came. I don't know too much about it. So I do actually need to Google that a bit more. I might do a video about it. Okay. We should do. Okay. Well, there's there's <laughs> I mean, I mean, there was other stabbing in peacocks. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I think this is true. This is a true crime episode. This is the beginning of hearing about Ali's obsession. Um, so future episodes. I I find it interesting because it's a mixture of like history, but also human psychology and just like I like gore. Not not, not like I like it, but I find it interesting. You you watch American Horror Story for fun, so I think you do like gore. Well, that and obviously. And witches. What education am I getting from that? And you're obsessed with our history teacher. Yeah, the witch one. They did have a lot of history about like slavery and like black magic and. Oh yeah, they did have references. Yeah, like they did refer to actual people of history. Yeah, and like the Salem witch trials and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was interesting. Oh, they had Anne Frank. Hotel was about H. H. Holmes. Was a very 
famous serial killer Ooh. who... Do you know about him? Oh my goodness, he has like... <laughs> Here we go. Possibly hundreds of victims. He was really rich, purchased a hotel and he modified it into basically like yeah. this weird labyrinth, murder labyrinth. So like, oh. you know, he would have people come into the hotel and they wouldn't leave. And the, the, like the, there were different like rooms and stuff. The doors would take you to different sections. There were like shoot, shoots, so people could, like you know toss bodies down. Jeez. There were places where like he would literally wall up um, people alive and just leave them in there. Like oh. honestly, and what he would do is well, like he'd get different contractors. So he would have one contractor come in and work in one bit, and then someone come work in another bit. So then they so then no one knew the out. The, um, the plan of the building. Oh, so, yeah. that's real. Yeah, so, yeah, this is real. Hate your charms. This is like the um, 20th century in America. But, like, he must have heard about 200, they think, about 200 plus victims he had. <laughs> 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 it's fascinating. And that's what American Horror Story Hotel um, is about. There was a, yeah, there was a character based on him. I'm a bit shook from that. Oh, that's how no, weird yeah, people in this world. Yeah, because like, yeah, if the agents are lead, yeah, people, yeah, if people try to escape, but because of the layout, they get lost. So then it's just, oh. yeah, it's horrible. It's Jeez, horrible. people are really fucked up. It, yeah, and it's interesting. Yeah. That's why I find it interesting. I was like, the humans, I could, I can never imagine myself being like, hmm, let me have all this money. Let me. Uh, <laughs> It could just be an elaborate way to make friends. Like they can never leave. <laughs> this way they can never leave me. <laughs> Doctors a baby, okay. okay cool. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I imagine. Just like, oh, they're all dropped. That makes sense. They're all dropped. It's like so basically keep a hold of your kids. Because once you once you slip up, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Serial killer baby. I'll call you Damien. <laughs> Yeah, I don't love that right. fact. Uh, then again, we live in London, so let's be honest, yeah. It's probably have done. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's like, how many people... Oh, yeah, you're... Mid- <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna... So you're gonna find out about the one that lived in your road, down your road? Yeah, I'm gonna Google that one. Goodness yeah. me. Okay, that's a future episode. I'm looking forward to that. Because I'm gripped. <laughs> it was literally... It was, it was years ago. It was years ago. But I remember the, the camera crew tried to, like... Try to get, like, my mum to talk about it. She's just like, no. <laughs> I love your mum. No, get out of my house. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take your shoes off. Because no one knew that this person was there, so it's just like, like. He murders? Good. Yeah, I can't find out what that story was behind that. Then he did shoot on the same side road as me as well. I was like, oh my gosh. Don't even like that. Not even the opposite where you could keep an eye on them. <laughs> yeah, it's right the same one. So yeah, but it makes you think, I mean, it makes you think like I'm a 
You know what? It's funny because um, have you have you have you watched on my blog? I watched the first series. So it is good. I say it's worth it for season three. But the only reason I mentioned it is what I really like about on my blog is the fact that it's young kids having their problems, but around them you can see the tr- the troubles of the hood and growing mm-hmm. up in the hood. But it doesn't di- always directly affect them or. They're just like trying to navigate, but they don't understand like the bigger things going on. And it reminds me of where I grew up in South London was quite a working class or a rough place. Why you laugh? But I'm not even talking about Croydon. <laughs> you thought I was talking about Croydon? I was talking about Fitzbridge. <laughs> People just don't want to. People just don't want to come to Croydon. Let's be honest. They were just like, oh, so far. I miss that Primark. But anyway, in Fitzbridge, where we grew up, was a nice little like close where I could play out with like neighbours and stuff, and I could go to like my neighbours' houses and hang out. And growing up, I was like, yeah, this is a great bunch of people. And only just now, um, I think only about like, five, six years ago, did. Uh, my big sister who's seven years older than me and my mum kind of just reveal like oh yeah so these people had a drug habit and these were like being abusing their wives and this one ran away and I was just like what and they were just like yeah didn't they find needles in that house and I was like what I went to that house I don't rem- you know what I think it was and I was just like oh yeah whatever happened to so and so oh yeah this one's got a baby or oh, this one disappeared oh isn't that the one with the the the, the pretended um that the husband didn't live with him so they could get a council house and I was like whoa <laughs> so I grew up very much like on my block like yeah everyone's great and then only afterwards do I realise it's actually kind of fucked it was really fucked up I was so sheltered from it but then I suppose it sort of shows like how sort of fortunate we are because like very, yeah. The areas within the most affluent, affluent areas, it could be worse. Like, it could be others. Like I think what I've been, because I've been in quite a lot of them, um, in my work working from home, I've been doing a lot of training and stuff. Mm. And it's just also sort of like case studies I've been looking at. It's just like there's people's situations where they can't escape certain yeah. things. And there's like a lot of fear and just that constant anxiety of like, oh, what's going to happen? It's just like, you know what could be worse, bro? Could be worse but then i remember i remember the stock images from these training and it's very hard to take it seriously when the pictures the pictures do not commit to the seriousness of the crime that you're stuck it doesn't help it doesn't help like you know you violence you have a kid holding a flag looking sad i'm like no that's not little rainbow flag oh i get bullied but oh that's not what it looks like but okay You know what I mean? It's just like this model that wanted to do this photo shoot did not think their career would start this way. <laughs> Anything for the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I need job. Give me a job. Literally. Oh, it's for they training. Okay. Yeah. Let me look out the window looking sad about how much I'm being bullied. Like. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And then you have like really sad songs in the background so that you feel like you're in a film. Well, you know. It's like it's raining. <laughs> How did that happen? Oh. <laughs> my, my sadness. Madness. But um, yeah, I've quite enjoyed this uh, uh, true true crime podcast, didn't yeah, we? Really didn't happen. Really, yeah. We we didn't have a plan for this episode. I'll be honest. But I like no. I like happy accidents. So. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's different. 
Yeah. Really recommend but to be fair, I do like a good serial killer like um, documentary or stuff about tr- like I do. I think I like watching the Netflix stuff. So hearing that there's like podcasts and videos, I definitely want to because um, there's there's one. Oh, so if we're gonna go to recommendations, I guess it. I do like the Ted Bundy stuff on Netflix, but I felt genuinely creeped out watching it. Like. I'd, it was how good he was because he's good looking so it's how he's That's got what, that which trust which doesn't help because it's just like it's It's definitely part of his appeal. Well, isn't it Zac Efron playing I, him I did, I did, I did in the film? Okay, no, he's okay. I can imagine if the light hit him a certain way, he'd look. He had that kind of classic look, that kind of um, clean shaven, symmetrical. Maybe it's just because the man was symmetrical. I don't know. Symmetry is basically what makes us attracted to others. It's where Quasimodo, you know, just unfortunately. Um, it's not his fault. I'm just saying, unfortunately, that's why he was depicted. Uh, someone that Esmeralda was not going to bang. So. When he got a girlfriend in the, in the, in, 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 in what? <laughs> what she version are you watching? That's part of the film. <laughs> no, there's a, there's, a, there's a Disney, there's a Disney sequel. Hide, fuck up, down. You get to this Bro. Fuck's sake! I know that. That's why I haven't watched the second one. Sounds stupid. <laughs> Blonde thief, oh god. I thought he deserved better, cool. He went from exotic gypsy dancer to thief. <laughs> Souls. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, that's true. Sip, uh, <laughs> sip. <laughs> Any other recommendations? Um, there's a really... A, there's oh, there's a really good Netflix documentary about a man suspected of okay. killing his wife, but it's got a really stupid name. It's called The Staircase. I don't even know how I started. Was she, was she under the staircase? No, like she was. She died at the end of the staircase. But it turns out his previous wife also died at the bottom of a staircase so it's just called the just staircase oh <laughs> uh, yeah well just no one th- bungalow, mate no one thinks their death certificates gonna say death by stairs like i mean unless unless i'm running up them very quickly <laughs> i found during my uni days there was a seminar we were learning about like nordic film noir and then one of the directors died from having a heart attack from walking up the stairs too fast <laughs> And I turned, I turned to my friend. I was like, "That's me." Heart said, "Nope." That's annoying. That's the real. That's one of my fears. It's like that's dying dope. in a stupid way like that. It's like, um, do, do that guy. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's an ancient Greek story, but he died because like, he had a shiny head, and <gasps> a bird dropped a turtle. Oh, because that's how they break the shell. Yeah, so they thought his head was a rock and they dropped the turtle and he died. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, man is famous because if that was from ancient Greece to now, it's old. But what, what a legacy he left behind. Oh, that turtle must have been really up, really that glad. Bird, he, the the, the turtle was glad. They never spitted it. I <laughs> never spitted it. Why are you running? Oh no, that poor turtle. <laughs> How is man's head that shiny? Stuck between a turtle and a hard place. No, okay. Oh. <laughs> That's really upsetting. <laughs> wow. Ancient Greece. This is why they developed these amazing gods, because we are disappointing in our life. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you, thank goodness we're in lockdown, clearly. Maybe that's just one big metaphor for COVID. We just don't want a turtle to hit us on the head. What a, what a wonderful uh, way to wrap up this episode. <laughs> Any more recommendations? I know. brilliant yeah more of my recommendations it was the act it was the staircase um on the ted bundy tapes they're quite good Um, yeah all right well this has been a very nice uh no 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 i'm I'm quite terrified now (laughs) but if anything makes you feel better um the show murdered by my father the one the the guy that plays the girl's boyfriend that she was hiding away he's that comedian that we love Mawan Rizwan that yeah. sings the mango chutney song so I'll also <laughs> <laughs> and the never been skiing <laughs> so great, it's just great. such a serious role but he's hilarious so if you want something a bit more light hearted check out his uh, mango chutney song uh, the video is sensational <laughs> he's on YouTube so, I don't believe though. Yeah. If he's out there, I want, I want to be friends. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right then. Mango chutney, mango mango. What? Oh gosh. Chutney, chutney. Bro, wait. All I can see is a shiny forehead. Be careful, you know. There's there's turtles. <laughs> Did you? It's time we wear hats. <laughs> just yeah, wear hats. No mm. <laughs> Ain't no turtle finding me. Oh, God. All right, then. Well, thank you for listening again. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes. And hopefully, there'll be more in this. There will be more of this lockdown series because we ain't getting out of our houses anytime soon. I can get to, to the front door. <laughs> Stay home, guys. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CTMC Brand and go to our website and super blog www.contouchmycrown.com. And remember, we're on SoundCloud and Spotify. 